Karate Kid is one of the greatest and most well-loved movies of all time is what the government wants me to say. Okay, I finally watched the movie for the first time last year before immediately watching its spin-off show Cobra Kai on Netflix. And my thoughts on the show were about the same as my thoughts on the movie. It, it, it was fine. Season 4 of the show dropped just recently on December 31st because the creators of the show understand that we as a society need two seasons of Cobra Kai in one year to function properly. Now, the reception to the show has always been a little confusing for me. I find it really strange that people rave on the show endlessly, while if it came out on the CW with no affiliation to the Karate Kid franchise, I mean, come on guys, you, you, you would ignore it and say it was mediocre, and you're not fooling anyone. Which, I mean, hey, the show isn't good, but it's not bad either. I reversed my position. It's, it's actually kind of bad. Cobra Kai tells a story that takes place roughly 20 or so years after the original Karate Kid movies, and it follows the two main characters, Daniel and Johnny, trying to train up the next generation of karate students, I guess they're called, to fight against the evil Cobra Kai dojo. God, I, I, can't, I can't even say that. It's just, it's, it's a strange premise. Okay, now, to be fair, the idea of rival high school karate gangs um, <laughs> is a little ridiculous to begin with, of course, but, I mean, there's always some suspension of disbelief in any show or movie that you watch. Now, the problem with Cobra Kai is that it immediately falls apart if you apply any scrutiny to it, and after four seasons, this show has even less reason to exist than it initially did. Now, to be fair, I should at least mention some of the things that I found to be pretty good from this season. The fight scenes in general, as you expect, I mean, they're not bad. They can be a little flat or boring at times, but I mean, for a dumb, stupid karate show, they understand the dumb, stupid karate pretty darn well. And I should say that there are some funny moments and some reveals that do actually work and make sense, and there's still several character arcs and setups that do actually have potential to be compelling. But these instances are really more the exception than the rule. The show isn't really interested in being compelling or emotional at all. I mean, it's just trying to be a silly little karate show, and I get that. But I would have to argue that it's definitely not a good silly little karate show, and it could be executed much better. One main problem is that, quite frankly, the show feels like it was written by an 8-year-old. For example... Ooh, well, Robbie and Tori went to the prom together, and then they danced there, so, you know, when there's a fight later that episode, now they're gonna be dance fighting. Whoa! On top of that, the dialogue in the show is simply some of the most forced and unnatural sounding dialogue that I've ever heard. And, I mean, most times it doesn't even register to me if the people that I'm watching aren't talking like real people would, because I'm usually invested in what's going on. And meanwhile, in this show, I was practically cringing with every other word that came out of these characters' mouths. To be fair, it was a little difficult to tell sometimes if what I was hearing was the fault of the writers or just a product of the bad acting, because, boy, this show has plenty. And I will say that initially, in the first couple seasons, the acting on the show really didn't stick out to me. It wasn't that bad, but as we've transitioned into these later couple seasons, the characters are just not written to match their established personalities, so nothing sounds natural. 
Case in point, the newest addition to the show, which is meant to appease our Karate Kid 3 nostalgia, you know, a movie that I'm sure everyone has seen and loved, just adored. Case in point, Terry Silver, who was brought in to be the secondary antagonist to run Cobra Kai, along with the original villain, John Kreese. And I kid you not, he has three different personality shifts, like complete shifts within the span of just 10 30-minute episodes. Are, are you understanding now just how insane the writing on this show is? It's really a vicious cycle for the show at this point because as it adds more and more characters, it gives the established characters less time to be interesting or at the very least consistent, which means no one is acting the same as they did three seasons ago, and simultaneously they're less and less connected to the actual overarching plot. This could just be me, but there is rarely any actual genuine emotion to be found while watching this show. Now, you've heard the term wooden acting before, but the way every character on this show acts, even the new ones, it feels much more like plastic. Just sort of the same teen drama shtick copy-pasted over from half a dozen other C-tier shows. On the topic of new additions, let's talk about possibly the most offensive and blatantly terrible part of the new season, Kenny. God, even his name, it's terrible. Okay, okay, picture this. In the middle of the fourth season of the show, with a little over maybe 15 established characters, the show introduces a new character, who is the brother of a character that appeared for maybe five total minutes of screen time two seasons ago. Okay, okay. So this younger brother is introduced, and the whole subplot with him that he's getting tormented for being the new kid by a bunch of middle school bullies. Okay, so to recap, we're now introducing a character that is loosely related to a character that didn't matter in the first place, and that character is in middle school. In our high school karate show. What the heck? So now, instead of focusing on our other over a dozen established characters, we're going to spend a significant amount of time with a middle schooler that has virtually no connection to the rest of the characters into the last few episodes. And, okay, sure, he does serve some small purpose in fleshing out the character arc of one of the other characters, namely Robbie. But in no universe is that justified to waste this much of the audience's time setting up a character that you just know is going to be all but forgotten about next season. And I don't mean to pick apart the show in a mean way, but it really is emblematic of the show's problems coming into the fourth season. I mean, the best way to describe Cobra Kai is the series of wasted potential. Instead of choosing to commit and establish the characters and develop them, it chooses to just cast them aside every time a new season comes around in service of some new development or new way to further exploit people's love of Karate Kid. Remember when Miguel was recovering from his broken back for all of season three? No, of course you don't, because Miguel is all fine now in Season 4, and we're barely going to mention that again so that we can come up with a new and worse subplot for him. And, oop, at the end of this season, we're going to set up another one, one that I already don't care about. The show genuinely feels like it's written for children, even though it's clearly trying to exploit the 40-year-olds who grew up watching Karate Kid. And the entire premise of the new season is that Daniel and Johnny have to work together to teach the kids how to beat Cobra Kai and combine their different styles. And the whole message, if you can call it that, that this season is trying to impart is that you need a combination of offense and defense to win. 
which, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think any of the characters actually picked up on this lesson anyway, so, you know, don't worry about that for next season. I don't like to hate on the show this much, and it's it's competent, it's watchable, but it's still so cheap and poorly executed that I can't forgive any of its flaws at this point. I mean, at some points in the show, I had a visceral reaction to bury my head in the couch because I felt so much secondhand embarrassment for the people who wrote and acted in this show. I wouldn't knock you for liking the show, and there is some actual potential hidden behind all the tedium, but other than that, it's just a lifeless teenage drama that can't pull itself together long enough to actually pay off anything that it sets up. Thankfully, the episodes are only roughly 30 minutes long, so at least it'll be over as fast as lightning. Wow. One might say that that ending was a little bit frightening. <laughs>